This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to a brand new extra special episode of Tender Loving Care with your host myself Pauline and my darling Kate. Kate and I have decided we cannot not discuss the latest in the 90 Day Fiancé franchise, 90 Day Fiancé the other way. As you probably know our podcast Tender Loving Care which is available on all podcasting platforms has a new episode each Wednesday and in that podcast we break down two shows from the TLC network past or present and deep dive and discuss the glorious chaos. We have decided to watch even more TLC and getting on the new season of The Other Way and release it as some more content for you, our beautiful Trash TV loving listeners. Kate, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm, you know, I'm doing well. I'm surviving. Um, you know, I I've worked a lot this this these past like five days on sty awareness because my issue with my sty, and I know. I know everyone listening right now is like, I'm only tuning in to hear about how Pauline style is. That's <laughs> the main thing. Guys, we're getting there. But I literally woke up on Saturday. I couldn't open my eye. I just like, it was inc- Never had anything like it. Never had anything. So I'm bringing style awareness. And I was thinking, Kate, like maybe, I'm, I'm not going to be tacking to a GoFundMe, but I was thinking to raise awareness for sty and people that suffer with styes, such as myself. The thoughts and prayers have been great from the whole community. Yeah. Um, but really what I would like is uh, donations um, for, as I say, sty awareness. And we could do that through Patreon. So just sign up to our Patreon. Perfect. Yeah, you, every, every patron we get is more whatever you're cream what are you putting on that I've been putting on hot compress <laughs> okay 
and a little bit of medicine so a little bit of that medicine oh and the witchy shit i've been doing it's been cloves it's been potatoes uh green tomatoes i mean it really is like i've had a whole salad on my face um how does one get a sty by the way so apparently what a sty is is an infected hair follicle on your um uh, and an eyelash it's an eyelash follicle that's got infected oh. and it must have been there was one night I didn't take my makeup off and I always take my makeup off before I go to sleep and I didn't take it off and I got it but you know are you, are you sure you didn't get punched by Sheena listen I genuinely thought and I know people I'm not doing this to sound oh quirky or whatever I genuinely woke up and thought there'd been a paranormal experience because as we know I have a lot of paranormal experience in my life past present and future and I woke up and I thought I had this second and it has also been you know all the true crime that I watch that I may have slept through something because I woke up and I haven't been drinking either so it wasn't like I got wasted and passed out and was like "Uh uh-oh um I woke up and it was, it saw like someone punched you. And I did. I thought maybe it could have been. You tonight. Um, I thought it could have have been Sheena Shea, but unclear. Unclear. I think it's just a style. Um, Kate, listen, we have so much going on this week. Kate and I, guys, just before we didn't talk about the shows, but we did do a little catch up because we'd like to get some business you know, the beginning. Um, we have some exciting news, Kate, this week because mm-hmm. I'm coming back to LA and we're going Woo-hoo! to film together and record together and hang out and it's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. Kate is jam-packed solid, but I am going to manage to sneak her away. So we are going to record, still recording the potty. She's on holiday and she's still recording the potty. I'm devoted. I'm dedicated to this garbage. I went to England and I was, I text Kate like two hours before my flight being like, fuck it. I can't fit my podcasting stuff into my luggage. We're not recording for a month. And Kate was like, oh, okay. okay. (laughs) (laughs) Different ways of being professional. Um, So, oh, Kate, we should do a little shout out for Lanny Lanny. Um, dedicate this episode all this week's episodes to one amazing amazing friend Kate's dearest most closest friend Lanny is running the LA marathon it's incredible I can't imagine it's something I don't think I'll ever do run a marathon you know it's like a I I like to think I'd be like a Carrie Rads Carol Radzeville like don't work out my entire life and then at 50 run the New York marathon um and then I was texting with Lanny and she was telling me what what she's doing to prepare and how much she's at I was like "Ah, it's never gonna happen (laughs) I'm never doing it so anyway with myself seriously um all of this is dedicated to it sounds like she's passed away no it's all it is to celebrate Lanny being amazing and Kate coming to LA it's gonna be a great week guys um Kate anything any housekeeping you want to catch up with the listeners or myself before we dig into the other way oh I did want to say if you haven't Mm. seen it already we released a video of us recording our uh we were recapping Vanderpump Rules for our Patreon and we put a segment of it onto our YouTube channel yes we have a YouTube channel Mm -hmm. and you can catch a sneak peek there see if you're into what we're dishing you (laughs) 
go to Patreon to see the whole thing for five bucks. So that's What's a new nice thing. Is- I know. And Kate did all editing on all of that for our YouTube. So go and check it out. And what's interesting as well is you can also have a little sneak in our houses because mm-hmm. you see the background. So yeah. you can have a little sneak at our house um, of getting something ready for the podcast. So it'll be a little bit more attractive, but we're still trying to find, still trying to find our lighting. I would like you to know that before you watch. Yeah, it's a little crunchy, but you know what? We're, we, you just have to go with, with if you want to do something just start it doesn't have to be perfect exactly and as we go it'll get more and more professional you'll be like who is Shocked. this joe rogan no cereal cereal okay who do you want to start with for this is episode six love is one thing knowledge is another um who do you want to start with starting to see some cracks in the china here um mm. let's start with jen and rishi Go on. Go right in. Go on. So we start. Jen is exercising with her dear friend, <gasps> Dear, who oh. I loved. Great side character. Great side character. Cardio slash affirmations, fake laughing, which apparently helps you feel happy. Um, we saw it with Alex McCord. I, I couldn't make head nor tell what was going on in that room with those four people those four people in his class apparently jen had taken his class before and was dear friends with i keep saying dear friends with dear and dear had i would say i'll describe them as wild eyes not ramona eyes but just just wild kate very lively mm. uh, yeah he he was he was full of life Oh, he was yes, jumping he was. around. He was screaming. Mm. He was cackling. Mm. And he's Amazing. yelling at the women to jump around. It it looked exhausting, but it did look kind of yeah. fun. It did also look like production just grabbed three strange women from the street, shoved them in this room, and then made them do this quote unquote workout. Deer was Deer was working them. And I don't think these women knew where they were. I don't no. think they expected a camera crew. They were just shocked. They were. They looked like they were in shock the entire. And Jen was like, "Oh, we're such good friends. I'm such good friends with Deer." Those women got shoved into a TLC van by Jeff and just shoved into this room. Come with us, ladies. We'll give you 150 rupees. Come with us. <laughs> So she does this workout with him and these women and afterwards they're having a sit down to chat about what she's doing back in India and what's going Mm. on. And she tells him like, yeah, I'm so, uh, you know, I'm here to marry Rishi, but his whole entire family doesn't even know about me. Mm. And the impressions have been on point recently. You did an impression on our last show of Rachel. Rachel. Oh, it was good. And that Jen was very good. I just want to add that. Thank you. I, I'm trying with at least w- at least with the annoying white girls to get it right. Mm, um, mm. So sh- he is telling her basically it's bullshit that she has to be a secret to Rishi's family. He's like, he she's like, is that the culture here? Like, I do. Do I have to be a secret like this? And he's like, no, he he his mom will be upset for a few days, but he's a man and she'll get over it. Basically. Mm, right? mm. I mean, <clears throat> sorry, I'm choking on my coffee. I'm drinking a mocha at 7 p.m. Just, you know, helps me relax. Um, so, yeah, it was, 
it was an odd conversation. I don't, I, she claimed she'd known him for ages and, and he's just being combative and wild eyed and saying, no, this, you need to sort this out. You need to sort this out. And you, and he, and she's like, tell me, you know, if it's going to hurt my feelings, I don't care. And he's like, yeah, he, I don't think that family is ever going to accept you. I think that's what he said. Or you need to, it was just, it was an odd, such an odd scene. We need to get some more footage of dear. We do need to see him again. I, I really hope he comes back. I hope he comes to a dinner at Rishi's house or something mm, and interacts that would be with great. his family. We need something else. We need something. We see Rishi and um, they're having this conversation that's very, obviously, this was a big staged uh, thing with TLC, but he was like, he is, what she is choosing, once again, choosing to believe is that A, the family will come around. No. Um, B, that um, then they can start a life together. Let's get back to A. It's never going to happen. This family is never going to accept her. They want an arranged marriage. And I think they want someone in their culture. And that's it. And Rishi has lied to them the entire time and brought this woman in, which is going to make them even more angry. We've seen it before with Jen Smith. So then he goes, well, I, I think it'll all work out. In the meantime, why don't we go to my friend's house and you can learn how to be a wife in my culture? And she's like... Okay, okay. So they go over to this friend's house and he she goes in and Jen is like once again, I'm I'm just confused by her because she's been in this country before and she's I don't know, she's she's so over the top with her thank yous and trying to be polite, which tr- is appreciated considering the other morons we've seen on here that don't care about the <laughs> culture. But um, you know, she's just over the top. She's like, oh, oh. Oh my goodness, oh, calm down. But um she meets uh the wife of his friend and she kind of learns that she's gonna have to get up at 4 a.m. and and make tea for the entire family. And it was all this kind of shtick of her learning how to cook and how to wash and stuff like this. And essentially TLC set this up, but Rishi's there going, Well, this is good, this might work because she's gonna have to live with the family. And Jen's like, I don't I no, 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 I want to get an apartment on my own with us. But all of this is all moot because they're never going to accept her. Like, he's acting as though they'll accept you and then you come and live with us. It's not going to happen. I mean, I think she has a better chance of it working out with the family than Jenny does with Samit's family. Because it was 30-year difference. Yeah. (laughs) That's true. But it's then a better we, chance, but it's still it's a small a better, That's true. You know, we haven't discussed the baby thing with Jen. She's never brought that up, has she? I think she's 42 or 43. She's never right. brought up if Rishi wants a baby, if I would presume culturally that the parents would. Right. So I'm that sure may family, be an issue. Yeah. We'll get, to, I'm sure we'll get to that. Yeah, I think I remember the the mom and dad being like, "Yeah, we want grandchildren." Uh-oh. from him and she's like, "Well, we'll see if I work Rishi's out. just Rishi's lying to her and lying to his parents and it's all going to blow up in a matter of episodes. I loved <laughs> it is. It's on the brink. Mm. I mean, she's already kind of freaking out. She's like, "Just it's fine. Just tell me the truth like just tell me the truth like I don't care and then uh my other favorite line from her today was when she was like I didn't get two master's degrees to come be a maid for your family I, like, <laughs> I don't know what 
what did you get two master's degrees for? Because you've just you've just been saying you've been pissing around the world, like going to India for self-discovery. So I don't know if those student loans are worth it. I'm just going to go out on a limb here, Jen. <laughs> master's, degree, master's degree in delusion. Exactly. Um, for next week, we just saw oh, an interesting clip of Rishi tr- forcing tears out of his eyes because Jen was saying... Um, she, was she was she trying to break up with him or she was saying this just isn't going to work oh no the visa thing that's it she started to say it'll be explained but she's like if I don't get this visa or I don't get married on this trip I can't come back again or something she's got a certain type of visa and I think Rishi was crying because he realizes the jig is up you have to start making some decisions Rishi good he needs to grow up I know. I know it's like cultural, but honestly, stop lying to everyone and just Ugh. rip the band-aid off I and know. see what happens. I know. You're gonna bleed everywhere. <laughs> All right. Um that was a that was a good housewife line. Um <laughs> what's who's next? Uh I know who we're saving for last. So let's just go to the short and sweet yeah. Osama. <laughs> <laughs> she arrives. Looking stunning. Um, Osama had his best outfit on from the farm. Mm-hmm. You know, he had his little shiny pants on and his dad's shirt and his fedora and his English teeth. And, you know, she comes and she's like, I was just mesmerized. I couldn't stop staring at him. And she's like, whoa, man. <laughs> So she sings like a hippie. I love it. She's like, whoa, man. Um, yeah, they greet each other with a hug. And, you know, once again, I'm choosing to believe, like a lot of these people, that they are madly in love. And he's saying, oh, I wasn't complete until you came here and you're like a dream. And it was so romantic, Kate. Your face does not look like you're believing any of this, Kate. And I'm deeply upset by this. No, I'm believing it. Good. I just... I believed it in this moment. I don't think it's going to last long, this feeling that we got <laughs> watching this. No, is that because we saw the preview for next it's week? the preview, because that's pretty much all we see. Oh, I did write down, I liked, they said, um, you're my strange, beautiful. You're my strange, oh, beautiful. I said, that's cool. I, I like that. I love that. Uh, and then we, that's all we saw from them was just him greeting her. And then the preview was, him telling her he wants her to go back to the states after a month or two and then her saying you lied to me man (laughs) you lied to me man i didn't understand that scene obviously we'll get to it next week but it was a short clip and i was like "Ooh!" but it was they were at dinner and i couldn't understand whether she was saying oh you want to come back with me after a month whether he said we go to the states or whether she said, or whether he was saying you go back after a month on your own. I didn't know what that was about. I wasn't sure either. I thought what you were saying at first, I thought he was like, let's go back to the States like immediately. Yeah. But I think I heard her say, you want me to go back after a month or two? <gasps> but also we they set that up really well this episode because they interviewed her and asked her so when do you want to get married like what's your plan for the timeline and she goes oh I I think I want to get married after about a month here (laughs) and so and then it's going to be him being like you should just go back home and send me money again (laughs) 
or something. Well, I don't know. Well, what's going to happen to their strange, beautiful love? I mean, I don't know. It's going to get more and more strange and less and less beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that yeah. was all we were given because with Debbie and Usama, it's such a jewel in the crown. They can't mm-hmm. give us too much each week. Like this yeah. week, they were like, I'm going to sprinkle. Next week, we'll get a fight. The week after, we'll get her falling off a donkey. Like they just are going to build it up. You know, yeah, we're we're microdosing Debbie for sure, yes. much hey. like she microdosed yeah, at constantly. The, what's that festival? Why am I, Woodstock? Woodstock. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um. So let's do. Let's go to. Um. How about Gabe and Isabel? Isabel? This once again, they are obviously we have. So Gabe is in uh, Columbia from Florida. I got excited last week. There may be drama with Gabe not being in control of his business at all and messing up. This week was affirmation again of that they're really normal couple, which is kind of annoying. And they actually really like each other and respect each other, which is not what we want to see. But I think they are important (laughs) because we learn, I learn so much in like the maybe 15 minutes 20 minutes total they were on because we meet Gabe and Gabe was saying oh I haven't been to a doctor in a while and I'm gonna go to uh with Isabel to go to a doctor um to talk about surgery um top surgery on his on his pecs because he wants it tightened up and uh nipple replacement and things like that so Gabe had let us know, which I didn't know. Gabe had never had top surgery at all. He'd only had bottom surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, I never really had any kind of breast to speak of. They weren't, there wasn't a lot there. And he has like a built chest, like he works out. So he's got like pecs and then just nipples that he's uncomfortable with. So he's like, I want to get some of that removed. I'm going to go to this doctor. So he goes to this doctor um, who had only seen one transgendered individual before, which was really interesting. And Kate, what we learn, Gabe has gone through. I, yeah, he went into a lot of detail and I, I was wondering as I was watching it because, um, these are important stories to be told. And I was so happy he was talking about it. Also, also it was so detailed. I was like, I really hope that TLC wasn't pushing him to go too far into detail. It was just like a lot, quite a bit of detail. I will say it was I, I appreciate yeah. it. I really did I didn't get that feeling from TL I think yeah. Gabe was very very open. very open yeah and kind of felt relieved I felt like when especially when he was having that um conversation with Isabel but mm-hmm. we learned the details like of the surgery which was really interesting so I think they called it I don't have thought fallow or something like that when they're creating the penis so what Gabe said is they have to take donor tissue from either like your legs your thighs like your side or something he said so what they did is they took it from my right thigh and you saw these scars oh oh they look painful um so he goes they took this skin but there wasn't enough nerves there to to connect and create the penis so I woke up and nothing had been done then I had to have another surgery like four days later where they took it from the other leg created the penis but there were so many complications he said I couldn't even 
oh, I just felt like the pace. I couldn't even pee out of my penis. Yeah. So and that the urethra was it that the urethra closed up? That's what it was. The urethra closed up, so we had to have like a bag basically to pee out of for a certain amount of time. He had multiple surgeries. Like this kept going on and on. And he's like, I don't want these scars. It was so traumatic, so much blood, so much pain, so much recovery. And is, you know, the scar, he says the scarring I have here, I don't want it on my chest. So then he was kind of talking to the doctor about that. And then they were talking about getting an implant in the penis like there's two types one that you cut that gets inflated for an erection and then one that he said is kind of like a pipe cleaner so you literally can like I guess bend it up but so he's like but I don't really want to go through any more surgery because I've just been through so much and the details yeah were like intense so much recovery I know I know that pain and recoveries and doctor's bills and just all of that I was thinking of I was like holy shit so then we get a really nice scene like with Isabel and Gabe after this after meeting with the doctor and then they're basically going through like is she satisfied and does she want anything else in sex and it was like the most informative educational thing that I think TLC has ever put out oh yeah 600 pounds of learning for sure. Mm, it was. I'm so, worried yeah. about next week though. Did you see the preview? No. Why? What, what, what happened in the preview? They meet up with this guy that uh, Gabe is friends with, who I guess is a big player. And he oh. makes some comment about, oh, well, she's going to be clingy. And then uh, uh-uh. he starts telling a story. I, I'm surprised you wanted to bring her here. This is where we normally go. And Gabe's <gasps> like, Shh, or something. See, that's a classic TLC side character, 90 day side character that they would bring in to stir up. I understand. Yeah. Uh, Gabe better not have been a naughty boy because Isabel is a dream and they seem like they are very happy together. Yeah, I'm hoping they are uh, just showing something yeah. that looks incriminating in the preview, but it's not. We know our we know our editors, Kate. Yeah. We know our editors. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that was kind of everything, but we got so much it was very informative. But yeah. you know, like I say, maybe the t- editors knew we got to get some drama, some like drama in there. So they brought in this side character for next week. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Who's next? Danielle and Johan, I think. Hey, how are you feeling about Johan and Danielle? How are you like overall? What do you think of this couple? Really? What do you think of where we are in their relationship right now? I think you can see that this is not going to end well, but it's, but they're so committed to the lie of it and how, how much they've put into it that I think that they're going to force it to still be a marriage for a few more years and they're going to keep being on, t- on uh, 90 day oh, shows, yeah. but you really see that it's just, they're just not suited. Like, so Danielle's at the hotel alone. She's telling the producers we're married. I shouldn't be here alone. This is messed up. Johan shows up with a flower that he plucked from the (laughs) (laughs) the hotel. And he, he's, I will give him this. He sits down and he finally 
explains why he didn't reveal that his ex-girlfriend actually had an abortion and not just and not a uh, miscarriage. Mm -hmm. And he says he lied about it or he, you know, he held that back because he didn't know that the ex-girlfriend was going to do that. And he actually wanted a child at that time and still does. And he gets upset thinking and talking about it. And so he said that because it's a sensitive topic. He didn't even want to bring it up. Uh, that was the biggest bunch of bullshit, by the way. I didn't believe a word of it. I, I did in the moment, but then as I thought about it more, I was like, well, then why did he flippantly say it to her friend on camera as That's if it was true. nothing? Right. So, I don't know. I don't get it. And I'm watching Danielle and the beginning scenes when they go into a hotel room and she's there alone. And I love her because she's so tiny, like short. She must be like 4'11 or something. And I just want to squeeze her. She's like a little, she reminds me of like a Jersey short, snooky, like just squeeze her. I just want to squeeze her. Um, but I, as we're going through this and Johan says what he says, I look at them and I kind of had the assessment that I asked you to have like, of what I think of them. Yeah. And she, Kate, I am looking at it and I'm thinking she is in for a world of pain. This, mm-hmm. you're, like you said, there is just no way this is ending well. There's no. no way. And I'm looking at her, like so many people you can look after a relationship has ended that you were in or your friend was in that was like bad. And you go, oh, that was the point I should have ran away. That's the point I should have. And that's what I'm looking at with her. Yep. It's like, just now, just stop it now. Stop. It's it's never going to work. And I looked, I remembered as well, when we saw like coming up in the season and we do see her back in New York and then hauling all of her luggage in a cab to go back to Dominican Republic. So we know, because she hasn't even left. She's only on her one week and we haven't even seen her leave yet. So she's probably going to leave next week, go back to New York. So she definitely packs her shit up to move to Dominican Republic she's digmatized is what it comes down to oh, for me. oh god because so- i saw this this week she he tells her his story about oh well it makes me sad so i didn't want to talk about it and she says well i'm upset you got defensive you should have just said that and we need to communicate he's like yes i need to work on my communication and then he kind of gives her the eyes and he's like come and sit by me like his like little like playboy and she's like okay and she cuddles up to him and i'm like he is just digging her down so well yeah and and that is clouding her judgment it is and she tells us well he has a lot of work he has a lot of work to do to be ready for an adult relationship but i think once i move my entire life down here we'll see if it'll work and i was like what danielle so just just to recap she's in a position where she knows a he has no money mm-hmm. b she's gonna have to fund his entire lifestyle and their lifestyle mm-hmm. and she doesn't really know anything about she probably can't give him a child that that he wants that he says is kind of a deal breaker and she's, she's no bankrupt. plan for the future oh yeah bankrupt kate discovered the papers Apparently, yeah. <sighs> well, good luck Yikes. to Danielle and Johan. Um, <laughs> At least they have the beach and the mangoes. <laughs> and they have the beach and the mangoes. Who's next, Kate? Uh, I think we just have one. We have two. Oh, all right. Oh, 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 oh. 
we have to go to Mackwood and then we'll go to Colombia. We're going to Egypt. This Nicole, she is getting better every week. They scored when they cast her. Big time. The face is still frozen in utter confusion, and we see that she cannot light a stove. Now, this is not some odd foreign technology. You turn the gas on and light a match. She couldn't do, she couldn't do it. She couldn't do it. So she's calling to Mahmoud. How do you do this again? He's like, my love. Come on, my love. My love. <laughs> like shows her. And he's like, I'm going to go and pray. Are you going to come and pray? And she goes, like, constantly a panic in her face. She's like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm having tea first. And he's like, okay, will you pray later? What, what was that? Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. And then he's doing that. And then she says, I did convert to Islam, but uh, just trails off. It's like, you didn't convert because you're not following anything to do with the religion. You didn't. No, I'm sure she put a big post on Instagram about it. And that's the most mm. that she's done with it. Absolutely. Then she did answer something that Kate and I always ask about that we feel like we never get answered, not the financials, unfortunately. But what she she says that he goes to work because he does actually have a job. That's where we met him. And she goes, but I have nothing to do all day. Kate, what does she do all day? Drinks tea and stressfully pitter-patters around the apartment. With the mother who she can't communicate with. Yeah. She sits in that room all day. Like, how did she, I mean, we could say this to all of them, but how did she not think of this? She has no friends. It is not, she's not in an area or a region where she can go out on her own and be independent. That's what you signed up for, love. So all of this about not wearing the hijab and not covering your hair, that's fine if you do not want to do that. You have the freedom and privilege to not do that. But not in this part of the world when you signed up to marry a man that is part of that culture, is part of that religion, has made it very clear to you that that's what he wants in a wife and that's what he expects from you. And you are angry at him because you're not going to do it. Like, I cut. she is so cuckoo to watch this woman. She's like, definitely an only child or was brought up with an elder sibling that had like a big age difference because we met the parents and I could just I just she was on her own all the time I can tell and she's like really shit at arguing as well like for or just just communication so she says she's just there alone all day then he's like we're gonna go to the uncles what do you um, what, am I okay to wear this whatever then she's like well you know, you have to cover your hair. I'm not covering my hair. I told you I'm never going to cover my hair. I'm never going to do it. I'm never going to do it. And then he get he can't, he doesn't want to fight with her and he walks out and he says they catch him outside. And I I have so much sympathy for Mahmoud and he's outside of his apartment and the cameraman's on him and he's like, I can't make her happy. I can't make her happy. And he starts to tear up and move away because he genuinely cares about her. But I think, A, their communication's terrible. She lives in a constant state of denial. And I think he's partly in it as well. And this is how they exist. So he goes away. So she starts to, I mean, she really is like a child. She's such a child. So she starts packing everything up. She's like, well, then, because he did say before he stormed out, I don't think we can be together then. So she's, he comes back, she's packing up all the suitcase. Where have you been? You know, it's just like, oh, and 
then she goes you just her communication style is so odd it's like she doesn't she's constantly thinking of the next sentence and how to phrase it she's got such an odd odd nature about her I can't put my finger on it do you know what I mean I do I think she is really caught up in her own head she's Mm -hmm. she has a she's very much has a she has a tough time being grounded and in the moment and making eye contact. Yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's just putting so much on, you know, it's like very affected everything about her. Yes. And yes, um, yes, yes, yes. she, yeah, so she's going to leave. I mean, I don't understand why she went there. Oh, her friends okay. were like, her friends, remember her friends back in LA, she met up with them at the flea market or whatever. And they were like, what? You haven't even talked about him for months. We didn't know you were even with him again. What is going on? They were so confused. So I think that the only answer to me that would make any sense is that he is also shitty because why would she go all the way there unless he was telling her it would be different than it is right now? You know, like he had to have been saying like, Oh honey. Oh sweetie. Yeah. You can be yourself. I'm not going to force you to wear this. Like he, otherwise why, why, why would she do all this? I think there's definitely an element to that of when they're missing each other on there and they're on FaceTime and they're telling each other that. However, we did get an insight into her talking to him on FaceTime about clothing. And I think, you know, she said, I just, I hope things will, I think she doesn't, we'd have to go back and watch it, but hope things will change or things will change. And he goes, well, you know, not that. I, but I do believe that between the lines, he's been like, oh, it'll be okay. We'll figure it out. It'll be a lot of that. We'll figure it out. But yeah. I feel like she's this character of a woman that I've met before. And it's that they've always, like you say, they're very, very in the head, always been very very fiercely independent and a little bit self-destructive and not great decision makers um impulsive and I think she keeps so many secrets I mean we don't know I I can't imagine having a ton of friends she doesn't seem like that but those two friends she ever there were people she knew that were in her life and I don't think she probably she probably hadn't even spoken to them for months but had told them anything it would be it would be like me telling you I've been speaking to my ex and I'm getting back with them and you'd be like what like it was just it it was it was like that and I think she keeps all her cards so close to her chest because her choices are so embarrassing because her choices are embarrassing she's (laughs) impulsive and she she lives in very much a fantasy world she really reminds me of the person that I told you off yeah 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 off she oh, she she treats herself i think she views herself as being a doll that she's dressing yes. up yes and she's sort of playing through her life yes as yes playing does that make sense yeah that makes a lot of sense she's playing this character constantly and then she makes these decisions and she has no idea about repercussions and mummy and daddy still help her in the sense that you know she's packing up her apartment and then she's like well you can just drive my car back to god knows wherever it was and they were like oh 
sure okay and these parents are like but we don't even know where you're going we didn't even know what religion you, you change religion we didn't even know that she's like well this is what i'm doing so all of you've got to face it and deal with it that's how she's got that type of attitude yes it's that attitude it's putting herself in these positions these terrible positions she doesn't want to be in and then being and then victimizing herself the whole time. Yes. Yeah. She is a victim, like, very much always a victim. And she's so acutely aware. This is, yeah, we're getting to it now. We're working, we're doing workshopping this. We're workshopping yeah. this. We're getting to it that she is, she's so aware of what she looks like. And she's on camera and she's aware of what she looks like on camera. Definitely did acting classes. You know, we're going to find an old student film she was in. Um, and the hair and the lips and the make and everything is perfect. And she's so, so thin. And I think there's issues there as well. And I think it's to stay thin and stay petite and to stay perfect and to stay everything in line and that control. But it's, inside, she's an absolute mess. Yes, she has to have absolute control over how she looks how her body looks how her outfit looks how her hair looks because mm-hmm. she has no control in her actual life there we go guys we solved it we We're psychologists we solve it all we can break them down <laughs> and not build them up again that's what we do unless your dorsal stays um yeah that's a this that's is exactly so true. what it is because she's she's in the middle of this heated argument with her husband and i remember seeing her She's always adjusting her hair to make sure it's perfectly in place. If I'm in a heated argument, my hair, I'm like crying. There's like snot. My hair's like matted to my face. I mean, I guess if I was filming a show, I might be a little more aware of it. But I just I just (sighs) see her just that is more important than connecting with her husband about breaking up you know yeah, because remember they're married shit them i keep forgetting them and danielle and johan they're married oh they are yeah it, they re- it really is awful to watch that anyway so it kind of ended how did oh but don't forget as well they she also thinks that they're going to start a business together that was on the that was on the 90 day bingo card they she <laughs> says she wants to start a business and when she's talking about her eyes like really big because the botoxes and fillers are in there and she can't even move her face she says yeah you know we've like started to think about um you know opening a business like a family business with Mahmoud and basically it's going to be you know um really attractive stylish fashionable um modest wear um with my background in and I love to I don't know if you notice this nuance she couldn't say that she actually had like formal educational training so she just went my back background it was like a background in in fashion design and it was all hesitation and it was like because she couldn't say my degree from a fidum in she couldn't say anything it was just like uh you know my reselling my fashion design my pinterest boards yeah yes exactly (laughs) so hang on Um, how did these two end uh arguing yeah yeah and then but then we see they she he brings her to his uncle. He ends up bringing her to her <gasps> uncle, the uncles, yes. and she's wearing a blazer. And everyone at his uh, at the family function is like, "Why isn't her hair covered?" Yeah, that's Nicole major bed love. <laughs> um, so Kate, these two listen. We knew they were going to be good. Okay, we knew they were going to be good, but I don't think we understood the level. I think we underestimated the level of these two. Correct. Correct. The- Chris is going to be 
<laughs> one of these 90 day people Legends. where a lot of stories are going to come out postseason. You know, interesting. Do you think so? Ah, oh. yeah, I think it's going to be uh, stuff about past relationships. The skeletons are going to come tumbling out. I think I'm, s- I'm ready for every bone. I, think, I really yeah. am. Hey, what happened? What? By the way, three days in. This is three days in. Oh, two episodes per day. Oh, God. Go on. So much here. So we start out and they're in this very nice furniture store. They are, quote unquote, shopping. I'm like, I don't think you're going to buy anything considering you're upset about a hundred more dollars in rent. Um. Anyways, but it's they're already highlighting the differences. Jamie's like, I like like our styles are very different. I like modern and sleek and classy and minimal. And Chris likes a lot of stuff. <laughs> a lot of live, love, love, target. <laughs> yeah, a lot of junk. <laughs> so uh anyways, they end up kind of lounging on this bed in this furniture store. And this is where Chris, this story. Chris drops a bomb uh, on Jamie. To introduce a little bit here, one, they lie on this bed, and but by, by the way, they also go, "Oh, do you like this bed?" They already just bought a bed. Like they, we saw them sleep in a bed. They don't even. But anyway, she lies down there. And she's like, "Oh, better not, better not lie down too hard because of my, you know, my narcolepsy." And you could literally see Jamie's eyes just roll to the back of her head day three and we had seen this clip last week and I was listening to our potty and um got to get those numbers up so I got to listen to our potty as much as possible um and I we had said that this scene is probably going to be like she's talking about having to go back to Alabama and we were like oh it's probably going to be like sickness of a parent or child no it wasn't Kate was it what was it Kate no a very very urgent matter has come up in Alabama so suddenly so suddenly didn't know about this trial before she moved her whole life down there to get married but apparently she has suddenly gotten a call that she needs to go back because she needs to prosecute this man that stole her rare motorcycle babe and i have to go because if i sell this it's going to be like fifty thousand dollars for us no. Once again, great impression. Once again, great impression work. Um. Okay. So I'm sorry. The stories that we have been privy to in six episodes of what Jamie has heard in three days consist of one: she needs a hundred thousand dollar surgery to um to her neck, uh, because she's going to get to a stage where she can't even move it. That's due to her being in a car crash. Then three days later after the car crash was in another car crash. She needs opiates. She's allergic to mint toothpaste. She had a very rare motorbike that was stolen. So she's been served papers that she needs to go back to America to appear in court. It never ends. She's a liar. (laughs) What? See, here's my naivete. Kate, what do you think? What do you think? I what think, do you think she's addicted to opiates. That's, That's what you. I think. I was going to dance and skirt around this. And I am so glad you said it because look, we're going through this episode. We hear this cuckoo story. 
Then the next thing we see is her, I mean, in so much writhing on this bed, similar to um, myself with my sty, uh, thoughts and prayers, sign up to our Patreon. And she was like writhing around in pain. She says, I'm in so much pain. I don't know what to do. She says it's due to going. And then she sits up and now she says she's in so much pain, right? Because from her neck that she has obviously been in these car crashes and she says it's <clears throat> flying, uneven roads, whatever. But the way she's sitting up, her neck, this is why I noticed, yeah, on the pillow was, wasn't was even in a correct position. It was in a really awkward position that even having a great neck would really, really be painful. And I was like, why is she sitting like this? So slowly the clogs very slowly are going on. She's like, I, um, and then they go, well, we'll go to a flea market. She's collapsed in the in the in the minivan she can't get her head off uh jamie's lap she's crying she's like, I'm in too much pain i can't even walk around she goes back to bed she goes need a doctor doctor injects her with an opioid for pain relief and i'm like ding 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 yeah she's having withdrawals that's what i thought i'm like yeah yeah that's you- exactly what i thought Listen, when I had my my whole entire car stolen in LA, I did not have to appear and they and they found the guy. I did not have to appear in court. They barely even told me anything about it. It was just like, come get your car here. We found him. And that's that. She does not, first of all, what kind of bike is this that's worth fifty thousand dollars? No. No. And two, you don't have to be back there. If it was this urgent, you would not have come at this time. You'd have been like, I have to wait until this trial's over to get this money. Why would you come here? No. And I, I just don't, I don't buy anything. She says anything. Listen, you know, I flip-flop every episode. We will flip-flop. And now I'm turning because I listened to it and believed it all. I believed that because I think the bike was, you can't, you know, if it was a, I don't know, like a 60s Harley, I know nothing about bikes, a 60s Harley Davidson, I don't know. She claims her dad had it, left it to her. It was worth $50,000 and it was stolen from her house. That she had been served papers, so that's a subpoena to appear in court. As you know, I am a lawyer. So, I mean, I, I know that that is legally binding. But the only reason would be if she was a witness to the crime. Probably. And so if she was a witness and she identified this guy, then yes, she would have to appear at the trial. Yeah. I that could be the case. You were not a witness to the person that stole your car. You would not be called. She would. But I don't think she was a witness. Okay. Well, this is the other thing. I I was feeling all this. I'm like, I think that she's lying about all this. I think she just wants the pain meds. She's making stuff up. She's not allergic to mint. That's just an excuse to go to the pharmacy and get and Uh, complain about a headache and get more stuff. And so then, of course, what did I do? I went on Reddit and everyone felt the same way. And I felt great. Okay, good. Because (laughs) I was going to bring it up as well. And look, you and I, we didn't create this podcast to not be on the same wavelength. We are. So I thought Kate's probably going to agree, but I was like, how do I dodge around it? But you're right. No, this is what I think the majority of people are thinking. I think you're right. She, she was having withdrawals. They injected her. The only thing is, (laughs) opioids are much cheaper in Colombia than they are in America. So I don't know. 
but I guess it's all hiding it, right? She's just a bit, but then she's a valid excuse. Well, thing is, you cannot hide something like that. And maybe, well, addicts don't realize they can't hide. I, I'm talking myself in circles, but I'm going through all of this. I think she thought she has the supply of her pain medication. She probably brought enough to come to um, Colombia. Then she's realizing, you know, with opioids, you're constantly falling asleep and passing out. Narcolepsy. Um, And maybe in within three days, she's either used up her supply or worried about her supply. Um, Maybe seen the pharmacy and thought it may not be as easy to get my stuff as I thought it was. Mm-hmm. But dude, that's a lot of work in three days. I mean, she's like, she might have called and been like, and tried yeah, to refill it or yeah. something. Okay, okay, yeah. I, we're watching it, and this is uh, dark. I hope I have to some God, good, go I have on. some good comments here. Can go, I read from go Reddit, on, please? I took the time to screenshot them and save them, so I figured I might yes. as well. So one one girl says, my dad was addicted to pain pills my entire life. So all of this looks very familiar to me. Narcolepsy equals nodding off when high. Mm-hmm. Car wreck equals convenient way to explain the need for pills. Lost toothpaste equals excuse to go to the pharmacy. The crazy situations, rare motorcycle theft, court date on their wedding day, over explaining medical procedures, multiple car wrecks, surgeries, narcolepsy, mental allergy, my, my second vertebrae, my da, 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 constantly having something go wrong, back pain during shopping, toothpaste mm. got thrown out. She says, I'm sure all of it may have a bit of truth, but an addict sees that as an opportunity to gain sympathy and to appear genuine. Ooh. Nailed it. Nailed it. And then there's stuff about the whole rare motorcycle situation oh really okay and someone says she mentioned prosecuting the guy so it must be criminal if it was a civil thing and Mm. her bike was stolen then she would be the complainant i work for the da's office and i'm the one who sends out subpoenas and coordinates victims getting to court there's no way any district court in any state would extradite Mm -hmm. a victim in a theft case like this from out of the country it wouldn't be worth anyone's time or that's not extradition that wasn't to extradite somebody well what they did is they searched from her, they said that they served her papers. So they went to her home, just served a regular subpoena. They didn't petition an extradition order from Colombia. She didn't claim they did that. They just, she said, I've been served papers back home. I need to go and appear in court. That's all. So what she, that person's saying is yeah. true. She wasn't extradited. That's like a full on, yeah, government. Yeah. yeah. Um, Lots of stuff. Hey, yeah. yeah, this opioid stuff dude the way she was lying in the bed yeah it was just made no sense when she's talking about her neck go back and rewatch that scene guys she's like curled up in her neck and it's like that's not oh do you think jamie's gonna i mean jamie's a smart woman do you think she's gonna catch on and call her out i think jamie's smart but i also think jamie is so sweet and a little maybe a little naive or Mm. or she maybe if it's not naive like she really just like sees the best in people and Mm. she won't want to believe that it could be that I think she could eventually get there and you know get catch on to her maybe on the sixth day (laughs) maybe on the sixth day this is three days Kate we have like a month or something with them it's going to be wild it is going to be wild 
Oh my God. One other thing I would like to add as well to that is with the theory of the opioid. When Jamie adds, yeah, and she just went missing for a week. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. She got not good. Cold feet is, I think, what Chris explained. Oh, Chris. Uh, I don't. And and the other thing that supports that theory in my mind Mm. is I I don't understand if she had all of this stuff going on for real and it wasn't some sneaky reason she's saying all this. Why wouldn't Chris know about or sorry, why wouldn't Jamie know about all of this before Chris got there? Narcolepsy. (laughs) You just played on narcolepsy. Like if this was going to if it was going to be like narcolepsy. It's just all narcolepsy's fault, stolen, mo- stolen motorcycle. It was the house, sto- stolen motorcycle. House, <laughs> house burnt down. Hmm. Oh, I've got- let's, we need to get the red string out. We need to get a cork board. Let's get on this shit. Yeah. I, it's, I, and it's, it's oh. sad, you know, it's sad. It's horrible, but it's just like, shit. For so Jamie. good for TV. Yeah. <laughs> so good for poor Jamie. And I'm like, so good for TV. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to say it, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we have talked your ears off about this but i mean it's a beautiful season and this is what we all deserved after the last shit shows of 90 day fiancés that we've been dealing with this is a blessing and the lord has provided tlc gods have provided it's amazing um we're gonna go remember we have our regular show which is out on a wednesday our wheel of shame And then our Patreon. Guys, you need to go and follow our Patreon. Sign up because we are covering um, predominantly Vanderpump rules with a little hint of uh, New Jersey as well. So go over to Hustlers of New Jersey. It's only $5 a month and it really, really helps support us, guys. It helps support um, us creating this quality work for you. One day I'll be able to say that with just, I won't laugh in the middle of it. I'll just be be able to say straight sentence and I'll really mean it. But it really, really helps us out. So please go and go to, if you just go to patreon.com and put in Tender Love and Care Podcast, you will find us, sign up. Five bucks, dude. Five bucks, man. Five bucks, man. <laughs> and um, also follow us on Instagram, Tender Love and Care Podcast. KTK, anything else you want to say to our darling listeners? I want to thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank and... you for being a friend. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> And implore you to tell a friend about the pod and we'll talk to you next week. Yes, we will. Bye-bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.